guys, it's Amanda and Barron, and we are back again with Kicking Cancer Cares, and our sponsor for the second half is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home or just not even sure where to start, she's definitely your go-to girl. She can be reached at 503-409-4389, and then also please continue to pray for her. Things are looking um, like they are going better, but always, always continue to pray, please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the first half of the show, let's catch our listeners up here. We have a guest with us. Lisa Reynoso and I are in a common networking group together. and But we're having a discussion about the blue zones. And I just want to review for the listeners. There are five areas in the world where people are living, not just a few of them, many are living past 100 years. Mm-hmm. And there's some commonality here that we're going to pick up on the next point. Because in the last segment, we realized that each of them exercise naturally walk in their areas of some nature and they're all by driven by a higher power mm-hmm. but the third thing is they're they all have a plant-based diet now in greece it's the mediterranean diet in okinawa japan it's a very low fat diet they do eat a lot of fish and rice but it's all very low fat stuff in costa rica it's very much tuberous vegetables Mm-hmm. In Sardinia, Italy, it's a lot of the oils and the fats, but good fats. Mm-hmm. Fats is not a bad word. It's the good fats. Right, right. And then Loma Linda, which is where Lisa's bringing some perspective, it's very much a vegan diet. Mm-hmm. right? Or, or at least vegetarian. <clears throat> or vegetarian. So that's that's a good phrase we should probably clarify. What's the difference if I say I'm vegetarian versus I'm vegan? So vegetarians uh, don't eat animal flesh. But they will eat things like milk, cheese, eggs. Um, however, a vegan would have, or at least a dietary vegan, I'm going to clarify, because ideological vegans, they avoid things like honey and leather as well. Uh, but just a dietary vegan would, have, would only eat foods that are plant-based, which could include honey, but does not include any meat or any fish or dairy or eggs. Okay. Yeah. And there are benefits to both, and, and I think some of it depends on the person, um, and it also depends on your, you know, individual sensitivities. I know someone right. who can't, someone in our group can't have dairy, yeah. you know, yeah. and so she avoids it. But um, I th- one, one thing I wanted to point out about all these diets, when you said plant-based, some people think of plant-based as vegetarian, but in my mind, plant-based means that plants are the foundation. And if you add a little chicken to the stir-fry, that's like, it's like the flavor and a little protein, but it's not the main focus. The stir-fry is the focus, and it has a little chicken in it, or it has tofu in it. You know, you can, you can do different ways. Um, whereas the traditional American diet is focused around the meat or the, mm-hmm. the heavy, fatty entree, and it's... And the vegetables are the side dish. The le- here least we make amount the veg- on the plate. Here we make the vegetables the main thing. Right. Yeah. And okay. That's, that's and that is common among all. And whether it's the the like the greens and the bright colored vegetables, or whether it's the root vegetables, um, beans, things like this, the and 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 grains, all of these make up the bulk of the meal. And if meat is included or veggie meat, like a lot of people in Loma Linda, you may have seen the Loma Linda brand foods. Maybe you haven't. Some grocery stores carry them, uh, VeggieLinks and stuff. But if um, if the bulk of the meal is the 
unprocessed whole foods, and then you have a little meat or a, or a bit of veggie meat or something, it, cre- it keeps it balanced. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Because I, I that, did think plant-based diet was just plants. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a good point to bring up. Um, you know, when I when we started this, Brenda had already shifted her diet this direction. And as I began talking to her, I realized that Brenda is not a vegetarian. She doesn't really like the texture of chicken. Plus, she also realizes how chickens are being raised and that bothers her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not opposed to eating meat. But she also says about 80% of your plate should be vegetables. Mm-hmm. Well, part of, as a society, part of how we just kind of got programmed for a long, long time. I remember years ago going to this great steak restaurant, and you would get this 16-ounce steak, T-bone steak, <laughs> and then you'd get a baked potato because, you know, you talk to the ranchers, that's my vegetables, my baked potato, which is that's your starch. <laughs> and there was this, like, little tiny bit of broccoli. Mm-hmm. With this massive piece of meat, mm-hmm. which is really the opposite of what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. 80% of your plate should be the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to have some meat, that's okay, but have it the smaller portion. Like right. a deck of cards, they say. About the size of a deck of cards. Okay. Yeah. And as Dean Yeager, who's called into this show, he says, if you choose to eat meat, eat meat that eats plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make sure that... Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> and that actually follows the biblical guidelines for what to eat and what not to eat. Because cows and goats and sheep are all plant, they're all vegetarians. So you want to eat the, if you're going to eat it, eat the vegetarians. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just not me. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm I saw. All of a sudden I, hungry. I saw an absolutely <laughs> hilarious meme. Oh, dear. This guy's got a picture of his 16 ounce steak and he says, this is my vegetarian steak <laughs> because my cow ate vegetables. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. That's good. Yeah, I think it's hard too cuz a lot of families um like a my house eats a lot of like um meat, potatoes and vegetables is what you see on a mm-hmm. plate in our home. And I feel like a lot of families you pile on those potatoes. Not only are they they it's all they're also cheap. Oh yeah, they're so stinking cheap, so they're easy just to peel, cook up, and have that be a, just a large portion of your meal. Yeah. Um, so it's hard; you have to kind of go out of your way. I personally do just meat and uh, vegetables. I love vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> good. Well, and I'm glad really... I'm glad that Lisa brought that up because yeah. that's a good clarification. A plant based diet does not mean that you have to be a vegetarian and you can't eat meat. Mm-hmm. The key word in there is the based parts of plant-based diet and 80 percent of your plate should be vegetables now if you choose not to eat meat that's your choice right Mm -hmm. but we're not telling you that this this group of people don't eat meat at all i mean the ones in japan are eating fish Mm -hmm. right i'm sure the ones in italy are eating fish because they're an island Mm -hmm. that's surrounded by fish well and the (laughs) ones that they probably are eating like you said are you know actually vegetarians and not being pumped full of yeah all kinds of chemicals and you know, yeah, the whole well, And the other thing I find intriguing here is if you look at, except for Loma Linda, California, if you look at the others, it, this one in Italy is an island. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica is an island. Island. Right? This this oh. Japan is an island. It's a small island off from the main big island. Oh, okay. okay. And this place in Greece is an island hmm. off from the main part of Greece. Yeah. So except for Loma Linda, the other four are islands. Interesting. Is Costa Rica an island? 
Uh, I guess a, a peninsula might be a better word than yeah. an island. <laughs> True. It's surrounded by water. It's surrounded by water. Uh, yeah. That, that it is, mm-hmm. you know. Now, Loma Linda, California is surrounded by desert. Desert. Yeah. Okay. So it's not it's not surrounded by water, but it is surrounded by desert. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest reason that it's included is the ideolo- ideological of the people that live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> because they the Seventh-day Adventists by choice are going, this is how we're going to live our lives. Except there's Seventh-day Adventists all over the world. So for one area yeah. to be a blue zone is kind of interesting. They must take it yeah. very, they, they, do. they take it yeah. serious. Well, the reason that I think it falls in there is the fourth point. Okay. Yeah. How's that for me segueing right into the All next right, point? I see what you did, <laughs> did there. there. Yeah. So the fourth point, the fourth component they all have is they all have connection. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they all, they all exercise naturally. They have a purpose-driven life, some higher power that they believe in. They have a plant-based diet. And four, they all have connection. Well, when I first met Lisa through our networking group, she does. she's a seamstress. And, she, and my mother said very well, there's a difference between a person who can sew a button on and a seamstress. <laughs> Brenda can literally take a wedding dress apart and then rebuild it because you lost some weight or gained some weight. Mm-hmm. That's what Lisa does. Okay. She can take it. Well, maybe not at that point. But I, I, I took I took a suit to her that I had lost some weight. She goes, yeah, it's not realistic because there's just too much fabric in the butt area to try to get it back to what it used to be, right? Right. That's a whole different level that I can sew a button on. Right, right. <laughs> Except now you're doing something different with your life, aren't you, Lisa? Yeah. So this year I started training as a mental health coach, and I finished it the training in the fall. And I have been working with clients helping people as a mental health coach, similar to a counselor, but not, um, not at that level. Still, I do, I can really help people. I, I mean, I was just talking to a girl in my Uber, I, I drive Uber too. So I was talking to this girl I picked up and delving into just asking her questions that would help her figure out why she's afraid to get her license. And she figured it out, you know, <laughs> in, the, awesome. in the five minute ride that we had. So, um, yeah, this is, I'm passionate about helping people. And this issue of social connection, they believe that it is at least 50% of the reason why the blue zones are blue zones and not just some, you know, random people living to a hundred. All these people have close connection with family, with friends, with God, or their higher power or their higher purpose, whatever, but they have these, the friend, family, life partner, um, and, and close friends, they have these close connections, and they support each other. They're not isolated nuclear families. No, they're communities, and they mm-hmm. work together. Okay. Which is another point from the book. Okay. So I found this book the first year I started getting cancer, and it really inspired me to the, the core values that we have as an organization, mm-hmm. right? You got to reduce your stress. You've got to okay. have a social support system. You need to eat real food. You need to get some movement. You need to get proper sleep. And those are five of his six. Now, the sixth one, he talks about environment, which that's something I can't control. Right, right. So we did the five that you can control. Yeah. yeah. Except that support is one of his points, and it's the one of the things that Lisa's talking about. Yeah. Lisa, when you and I were talking, there's a book that you brought with you that you're reading called The Myth of Normal. Okay. Yes. This is The Myth of Normal by Gaber Mate and his son, Daniel Mate. Um, he has He's a very interesting uh, author. He's a doctor. And in this book, he talks about a number of different topics. 
But the first one that he deals with, if I look here in the section, is our interconnected nature. And so in chapter two, he shares some interesting stories. Um, and some of them really tie in with this whole cancer thing. So think a minute. All of you who've seen the kicker can kicking cancer logo, right? It's, this, mm-hmm. it's this angry donkey who's kicking cancer because he's mad at it and he's going to deal with it, right? Um, and so that made me think when I listened to this book. Uh, there's this story about this lady. Her name's Carolyn. She had had multiple courses of chemotherapy over the years for um, some different cancers that she was dealing with and malignancies. It was in her bones. She'd had hip replacement, and it came back anyway. And um, she did eventually die from it. But back some over a decade before she talked to the, the author of the book, she had been meeting with her doctor, and he was telling her that she had a month or two to live. And she said, you know, looking at my own mortality and them telling me I had 12 to 24 months, I got extremely profane with the doctor and said, you know, sorry, I need 10 years to raise them, meaning her sons, to be men. They were teen, early teens at the time. I will do anything in my power to raise them to be men. Profane, I repeated. What exactly did you say? I used the F word. I said, bleep your statistics. (laughs) Good for you, I offered. That probably helped extend your life. Um, And so anyway, she she did. Her boys were in their mid-20s when she finally passed away. So this is interesting. Carolyn's outburst at the unsuspecting physician was out of character. All her life, she had fit the profile of a nice person who avoids (laughs) confrontation. My way was always being the caretaker, being needed, always coming to somebody's rescue. A lot of the times to my own detriment. She told me, I never wanted to, to have a conflict with anyone. And I always had to be in charge, making sure everything was okay. Caroline had exhibited what has been called super autonomous self-sufficiency. I'll say that again, super autonomous self-sufficiency, which means exactly what it sounds like, an exaggerated and outsized aversion to asking anything of anyone. So what this does when people internalize these emotions and they stuff what they're really feeling so that they can be nice, if they never have an outlet for that, then their, um, their body will eventually find a way to get, to get it out, and it often comes out in the form of disease. Um, I have a few more statistics from the book. On page 40, um, it says that in the 2000 publication, Cancer Nursing, they surveyed the relationship of anger suppression and cancer. And they off, it was often noted, among others, the cancer nurses themselves said, somehow nurses had an intuitive understanding that niceness was deleterious or bad. Uh, and this view is now being supported by research. Um, in a study of men with prostate cancer, anger suppression was associated with a diminished effectiveness of natural killer cells. Um, killer cell activity was reduced in healthy young people in response to even relatively minor stresses. For example, those who were emotionally isolated, a significant source of chronic stress. So we were talking about connection. S- connection helps us to relieve the stress that stresses that build up you know we can vent to a friend and tell them how we feel and then they encourage us and we feel better and or we can vent to God in prayer even but if we don't have that connection um, 
you know, then we're, we're, we don't have a way to, in, in, to get out that stress, and now it just kind of builds up inside. Hold, so, hold, hold that one for just a second. Hold that one just a second. Okay. Um, do you remember when Mickey Meisner came in, and she talked about her first diagnosis when she was like 27 or 28 years old? Do you remember mm-hmm. that story? Mm-hmm. So Mickey is now 56, I think. But when she got her first diagnosis, Lisa, she's 27, 28, she had her first kid, and then she, they was just told that she had uterine cancer. And what they wanted to do was take her uterus out, mm-hmm. which has mm-hmm. become the very common solution is just cut the uterus out. The problem is, in my opinion, the problem is you're, you're, not, you're still not dealing with the root problem. You just took care of the, you took the uterus out, but there's still something in your body that's causing that cancer to right. occur. Right, absolutely. Well, in Mickey's case, she said, I was just a fiery enough person. I didn't know if I wanted to have more kids, but <laughs> darn you for telling me I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and she got really angry, angry right? Mm-hmm. And she beat the cancer. Yeah. So when Lisa told me this, the first thing I thought it was Mickey because that suppressed anger. Yeah. Right? Well, the other one that came to mind for me is um, Brenda... Brenda's husband's a venture capitalist, and he's he's taken chances on lots of stuff, and some work and some don't. That's the nature of being a venture capitalist. And they had moved to Arizona um, because it was a time when the economy was moving down there. And if you wanted to build a shopping mall, you wanted to build a, a new subdivision, someone had to negotiate the price of the dirt mm-hmm. that you were going to build it on. Right. And that's what her husband did. Okay. He went out there and said, okay, well, this big chunk of land is worth this much money. Who would negotiate that dirt? One of them didn't work out well, and then the 08 economy collapse occurred and was totally out of his control, but they got sued for over a million dollars, personally. Personally sued Brenda and her husband for a million dollars. And all of that anger and frustration got suppressed Mm -hmm. as opposed to finding an outlet to get rid of it. Right. Whether that caused the cancer or not, I don't know, but... There's some evidence of what she's talking about. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to make here is that <clears throat> you need to find healthy outlets to get rid of it. We're not telling them to go scream at people, but mm-hmm. you know, if you decide to run or if you play golf or whatever you do, if you do kickboxing, something to get rid of that anger because you mentioned that <clears throat> the, rec- the repressed anger and emotions mm-hmm. are now affecting us at a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite intriguing. That is it? actually very... And so another aspect of that would be stuffing emotions where instead of feeling them, you just ignore them and you push through. Um, I was just helping a client yesterday with this where um, she was, I, I asked her to f- tell me what she was feeling emotionally and then where she felt it in her body. And then we identified that. I was like, just sit with that for a moment and let's take three slow, deep breaths. And, I mean, that could be a whole other topic we could talk about, deep breathing, because that has a lot of health benefits Mm -hmm. as well. But um, when we just took three slow, deep breaths, and I was like, now, how do you feel? And she's like, I feel less. Uh, The the motion has lessened. It's it's dissipated a bit. So even that, just connecting with your body can be really powerful. Well, there's a diagram, and maybe you can take a picture of this diagram in case anyone wants to email in about it. There's a diagram that Lisa brought, and it's called the whole person neuron, is this uh, this diagram. And Lisa showed this to me a few days ago. Lisa, explain the connection kind of on a, on a sacred identity yeah. um, and how this, how this, so, this works is, out. So uh, if you Google whole person neuron, 
and the word Brayman, B-R-A-M-A-N. Yeah, I spelled it right. Um, you will find the image on Google, and it would probably be better than what you took. I could, I could even send it to you. Okay. But um, I'm going to try to describe it. Imagine a ball, okay? And this ball has layers like an onion, and each layer is a different color. And if out of this ball are these little stems going out. Some of them are going out horizontally, and one is going up vertically. So a neuron, it, it's, it's called the whole person neuron because neurons are made to connect. If a neuron in your brain isn't connected to someone, it will, it will die, right? And so um, we need to be connected at not just on the outer level, the physical level, mm-hmm. not just on the ideological or, or bonding over shared emotions, but we need to connect at the deep level of who we are. And I wish we could have spent more time on this, but it looks like we're just about out of time. Well, I think we've got enough time. I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. There was a video you showed me about um, guys who had come back from the war, uh, from any Vietnam, World mm-hmm. War Two. Yeah, describe Gabriel, that really quick. We Gabriel have enough time. Gabriel Mate that. talks about that in his first book, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts. Um, soldiers in Vietnam were doing heroin. A lot of them were. Some of them started as a way of dealing with pain, but it was also dealing with emotional pain because they were they were fighting a war they couldn't win, mm-hmm. and they were doing horrible stuff, and it was just really taking a psychological toll. The the United States was really worried, the military was worried when they came back that they'd be flooding the country with these heroin addicts. But 90-some percent of them quit when they got back because they had their family, their friends, their girlfriends, their support network, their church. They had all this community around them, and they were able to, to get through the um, withdrawals, and they never needed it again because now they had what they didn't have over there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I thought you said that was interesting is we were talking about addictions, whether they be drugs, alcohol, whatever your addiction is. Um, and you said the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. It's connection. The opposite of addiction is connection. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that intriguing? It, <clears throat> I, yeah, I can relate to that from going from one to the other. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if you're addicted to whatever mm-hmm. and you don't have someone to connect with, then it's hard to become sober. Then you yeah. sober, with, sober you is the result. The, you connect with the the, the substance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the connection is the substance. Or the or the thing, whether it's scrolling Facebook, eating food, it doesn't have to be a drug. It could it, be a person, it, it a, a, a thing. Yeah, yeah, it can be. It could be an abusive boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so many things. So there's a lot of extra stuff here. Um, Lisa, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, maybe to utilize your services, how can, how can they get a hold of you? LisaReynoso.com. That's Lisa and Reynoso spelled R-E-Y-N-O-S-O. LisaReynoso.com. Well, thank you for coming in. You are just full of a lot of information. I would wish we could have dived more into the the paper and how that... Um, maybe we'll have to bring her back again. Right. Well, I'm open. totally should. Well, the one thing I do want to bring up in the timeline that's going to get against her, which I think is intriguing that Lisa's here with us, is... It was, a, it was the end of 2020, and I knew that I needed to network with somebody. I needed to get in a networking group. Mm-hmm. I joined BNI, oh. which is how I met Lisa. I okay. joined BNI in December of 2020. No way. Yeah, is that it? Is that <laughs> it? Just fell in the timeline. It just fell in the timeline. Your timelines are awesome, how everything just, just falls connect. together just, and the pieces just yeah. fit yeah. perfectly. I didn't know that because I asked Lisa to be a guest. And then I'm going back to my telling her, well, this works out great. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. The other thing okay. I want to offer to the listeners, um, we're adding some new stuff to the store. Okay. So we have hats. Mm-hmm. We have 
five different types of beanies now. Wow. So we have pink, black, white. We have normal camo, and we have a black, gray, white camo. So we oh. have five different kind of beanies. Okay. We have shirts of all the different colors. We're adding tumblers. Yes. We have stickers. Yep. Okay. For anyone that makes a $50 purchase, I will give you a free tumbler. Oh, wow. Okay, that's awesome. And it's perfect because it's the holiday season, yep. so that's a perfect... The beanies and the tumblers are perfect stocking stuffers. And you just put all your little stickers, all your little duffer stickers on the tumblers. Yep. Or your kicking cancer stickers. Or your stickers. kicking cancer stickers. We got those mm-hmm. too. So. All right, you guys. Well, it's been an amazing show. Thank you so much. You brought a lot. Um, thank you for having me. I learned a lot from you today. Thank a you. lot, a lot. So thank you. Um, and then a huge shout out to our sponsor, Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, want to head that route, but not sure what it all, um, I guess, is all involved in it, give her a call at 503-409-4389. Again, that's 503-409-4389. And we will back next week as, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.